Welcome to The Dirt Show, brought to you by Napa Auto Parts. And today we're going to be joined by late model Hall of Fame driver, Kurt Hansen. We're also going to hear from Rod French from Power Lift Doors by French Manufacturing, the executive director of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, Bob Baker, and Steve from Napa Auto Parts, right after a few words from our sponsors. If your classic isn't so classic, bring it into Auto Trim Design of Oatana. We can fix the upholstery, the carpet, replace a sagging headliner, make your old car look new again, make your seats comfortable again. Whether it's a classic car, work truck, boat, or anything else that moves, we can fix the upholstery and make your ride like new. And we work on convertibles. We're located in Otana at 3275 Old Highway 14, one mile west of Walmart. At Land Pros, our team of brokers and auctioneers specialize in farmland sales, live land auctions, and online land auctions across the Midwest with total sales of 190,000 acres. At Land Pros, you get a team of land professionals going to work for you. We pride ourselves on providing local service and knowledge with national marketing and results. If you're thinking of buying or selling, contact Land Pros agent JJ Wise at 641 420 Sell or go to landpros.com. That's L-A-N-D-P-R-O-Z.com. For 50 years, reuse and recycle is not a new concept to us. Miskin Auto Parts has been recycling your old vehicles since the Beatles were still together. Just call us and we'll send one of our friendly drivers right to you and haul away your old retired vehicle. Scrap prices are up, so it's a good time to clean up those unwanted vehicles and get money in your pocket. Give us a call at 507 684-2100 or online at Mizgin.com. Mizgin Auto Parts in God We Trust. Toner's Lake Carding Facility offers dirt oval carding at its finest. Hot laps start at noon on Sundays followed by great cart racing from rookies to pros. Admission is always free and pit passes are only five bucks. Come out and enjoy some exciting, safe, and fair cart racing at a well-organized facility. Toner's Lake Carding, located northwest of Waseca in a beautiful rural setting next to Toner's Lake. See tonerslakecarding.org for more details. Bulldog Coatings specialize in concrete coatings as well as concrete restoration repair. Hi, I'm Todd with Bulldog Coatings. Our coating systems provide a durable finished floor that is both easy to maintain and adds value to your home. The unique patented Bulldog Coatings are not limited to just garage floors. They can be used for interior flooring as well as pool deck, patio, and sidewalk applications. Our systems can be installed in as little as one day and year-round. We are a locally owned family business ready to serve Southern Minnesota. Visit us on Facebook or call us for a free estimate. 837-9773. Let Bulldog protect your floors. Partnering with hog and cattle producers throughout the United States, Altenburg Construction has almost 30 years of experience in the slat replacement business. Altenburg Construction also uses a custom wash bay to ensure biosecurity to protect your herd. Whether you need an entire site or a single slat, call the professionals at Altenburg Construction at 888-435-2210 or see altenburgconstruction.com. Welcome back to the driver segment here on The Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure today to be joined by Hall of Fame late model driver, Kurt Hansen. And Kurt, You almost called it quits after the very first race, after the guy in front of you rolled it multiple times. Well, I tell you, it was very close to being a short career. 
I'll never forget it. I started in the third row inside, and of course, I was so nervous, I didn't know which way was up. And we went into that first corner, and the guy right ahead of me broke a spindle or something in the right front, and he started tumbling. And all I could see was arms and legs. His arm was out the window, and I thought for sure he was a goner. So we went through turn two and down the back stretch. Of course, the yellow light was on. And the enter the pits was right off the turn three. And I thought, I cannot do this. This is not for me. And as I got closer to the pit entrance, I thought, you know, I've been kind of a wimp all my life. And the guys are going to make fun of me when I go in the pits. I'm just going to go back, line up, and I'm just going to take it real easy and just finish the race and then call it a career. So we come back around, and there's a the guy standing by his car. He's waving his arms. He's all mad. I completely forgot about it. I went on and raced. That's how close it was. You still work part-time every day and live in a small town in Iowa called Dyke. Where is Dyke, Iowa, and what do you do every day for work? Well, Dyke is right west of Waterloo Cedar Falls. So we were real close to Tuna Speedway, which my dad took us every Sunday night. I still work part-time for John Deere. I review service tech manuals. I used to be a technician for him, and I went all around the country. In fact, I was in Austria and Germany and partner every state except four. And I wanted to retire here a couple, three years ago because I was just getting too old for crawling around with combines and tractors. And I said, uh, I think I'm ready to call it quits. The guy said, now, now just a minute. He says, I think I have a perfect job for you. We need a couple technicians to review technicians. You guys have done it all. We need somebody to make sure the procedure's right. So for the first time in 73 years, I had a desk job. And it took a little bit to get used to, but I really quite enjoy it. And it's only two to four hours a day, so it's really quite easy for me. In 1966, you raced your very first late model, a 56 Pontiac with a 421. Mert Williams raced a Pontiac 421 back in that era as well. How did you do in that very first late model race? Uh, that was a, a really good car. In fact, I bought that from Ed Sanger, who had raced it the year before. And it handled good. It was fast. And I don't know how many feature races I led with that, but it would never finish. And I won heat races. I won semi-mains, but it would not go 25 laps. And at the end of the year come to find out it was a bad distributor and above 5,000 rpm it would advance another 10 12 degrees and i'd burn a piston i'd burn a piston i'd have to order another piston i'd be out another two weeks so we probably only raced maybe 14 15 times that year and it was a good car but i could not finish a 25 lapper you mentioned Tuna Speedway. Some of our legends from up here, like Paul Fitzpatrick and Dave Noble, would come down there and race with you. Yeah, along with Berlin Akers, Mert Williams, Dave Noble, Dave Borgi, and they were all good runners. You know, that really stepped up the competition here in Waterloo because back then it was Red Drowski or Bob Hillman. And then these guys come down and invade. It stepped up the competition quite a bit. Mert Williams is quite impressive with that Pontiac, the way he could run the outside. 
I have an early picture of you in a Ford Fastback. I can't tell by the picture if it's a Mustang or a Torino because it's just the back half of the car. Do you remember that car? Oh, yeah. After the Pontiac, we built a 65 Ford Galaxy. Terrible car. Probably one of the worst cars I had for handling. Then the next year, we built a 66 Ford Fairlane, which was a unibody. That didn't handle very good either. So we were just about ready to call it quits. And then they changed the rules, and they said we could put a Ford Galaxy frame underneath a Ford Torino, like NASCAR was doing. So we built a Ford Torino. And that first year, I won seven features. That's the first year I won a late model feature. And that was a good car. So that was, that picture you seen was a Torino. Although I did have a Mustang later on that we raced a little bit, but it never handled like the Ford Torino. At the 2021 Iowa Hall of Fame banquet, we sat with you and your wife and Ed Sanger and his wife. Both of you are Hall of Fame members. How did you get to first meet Ed? I met Ed. We actually started the same year together. 1964, but he started right in with late at Tunis, and I started at Nashua, what later we called a sportsman division. It was kind of a glorified hobby stop because we could run a truck rear end and wider wheels and stuff. Then after I went late model, well, I bought my first car from him, so that's really the first time I really met him, and then after that, we were kind of friends, and uh, I drove Ford for several years until Ford made the big announcement in 73 that they were going to get out of racing NASCAR. So we got all our engine stuff from Chubb Levy up in Oldwine, who also raced Ford. And, of course, we got a hold of them right away, and they said, we can give you one more crankshaft, and that's it. There's going to be no more cranks. And back then, aftermarket crankshaft, I don't even know if they existed yet. So we were forced, after that engine, went to the promoters and asked if we could switch our Ford to a Chevy so we could finish out the year. And they said, as long as you put a Chevy body on that Ford frame and a Chevy motor, we'll let you finish out the year. So that's why they call it the Chivarino. And as far as a handling car, that's just probably the best handling car I ever had. A funny story came up at the banquet. You hate hot dogs. Is that because of all the ones you ate at the concession stands over the years? I think it was more my dad. We grew up on a farm. And, oh, man, I could eat hot dogs for breakfast, dinner, supper, anytime. And I think I was about 10 or 12 years old. My dad, he probably was sick of me. The only thing I could eat was hot dogs. He says, you know what them doggone hot dogs are made of? And he told me, and it just kind of turned my stomach. So I've never been a big hot dog lover ever since. Friend and historian Bill Haglin was also at the banquet. He told me probably the greatest story in Iowa racing history involves you and Ed Sanger. One of the tracks had put up a huge amount of money for a points fund to draw the best drivers to their racetrack. And after you and Ed had battled it out for a time, you met after the races and made an agreement. So both of you came out making some money instead of only one of you. 
Yes, that year was 1975, and it was Denison, Iowa. The promoter was a Buick dealer in Denison, and he was going to give away a brand-new Buick for $5,000 to the point champion at the end of the year. So Ed and I were the only ones from eastern Iowa. That was a three-hour trip up to Denison. And by mid-season, we had a big enough point lead where we could almost take a night off. And we usually, generally after the races, we'd stop and we'd have a hamburger someplace. And Ed says, I'm going to throw this out on the table. And he says, you go home and you talk it over your dad. For some reason, my dad didn't go that night. And he says, you know, we're going to drive out here three hours every Saturday night. One of us is going to make $5,000 and the other one is going to be doing this for just whatever we made racing. And he says, I'll throw this out. Right now, you lead the points a few, but at the end of the year, whatever we end up with, say you have 51% and I have 49% of them, that's how we split the $5,000. I said, I don't even have to talk to my dad, and I reached over, and I shook his hand, and it's a good thing I did, because at the end of the year, he was 50.1, and I was 49.9, and if I'd have been greedy, I wouldn't have got nothing. Most race fans know Knoxville Raceway as a sprint car track. Sunday, April 21st, 1974, you ran the Corn Belt Special late model race there. They had a 10-car pursuit race in which you finished second. Explain to the fans what a pursuit race is. Well, the real terminology is Australian pursuit. And what they do is they... Normally, like Oskaloosa, we did that every Wednesday night. They would line up the top six point guys. Sixth place would start number one, and we'd be single fire, and the point leader would be the sixth position. And you'd go six laps, and as soon as you're passed, you had to pull out of the way. You're out of the race. And so after six laps, very rarely did you ever start six to be able to pass five cars in six laps. So that's what an Australian pursuit race is. In 1977, you won the Knoxville Late Model Championship. What do you remember about that race? I remember Fred Horn being right on my butt with a 426 Hemi. Whenever you race a Hemi or a small block Chevy, they just have a unique sound. And I always call them Hemis, a ground pounder. And he was down on the inside of me a couple times, but I managed to pull him off. The Corn Husker Hawkeye Challenge Race. You won it three straight years in a row, 1975, 76, and 77. What do you remember about those races, and obviously you like that track? That was a unique racetrack. I always said they had long straightaways. I think almost four tenths. They had long straightaways, and I always said you get down to the end and you turn around and go back on almost the same straightaway. That's how sharp the corners were. It was always a 100-lapper, and it would get and I don't know. I like dry, slick racetracks. I just had good luck here. I don't know. It's one of those deals. I also found a great photo of you at East Moline winning the Paps Beer 100 in front of a jam-packed grandstand. That looked like a great place to race. That in Cassin, Minnesota is like racing in a gymnasium. I mean, it, it was a small, small racetrack. You literally are looking out kind of the right side window. 
all the way around this track because there's hardly a straightaway. And the corners are up. And when you come out of the corner, you go down into kind of a dip, and then you go into the next corner going up. So it was like riding a roller coaster, but it was a fun place to race. Speaking of the Dodge County Speedway in Casson, Minnesota, many fans remember you coming up here to the Thunderbird Open. What do you remember about those events in Casson? Uh, you know, I don't really remember any individual race, but I, I do remember having good luck in Minnesota. Now, Casson was a real small track, and as I remember, it was pretty flat. And I enjoyed racing against the Minnesota guys because they were so trustworthy. You could race side by side with them. And we enjoyed going up there. It's usually on a Tuesday night. It was an off night for us because we usually race Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And my dad was always combing through the Hawkeye racing news, trying to find one of those 50 lappers, 1,000 to win up in southern Minnesota. And so we went up there quite a few times. In 1978, you ran at Oskaloosa on Wednesday night, Cedar Rapids on Friday night, Des Moines on Saturday night, and Waterloo on Sunday night. And at the end of the season, you had won all four late model points championships. You were the man to beat in 1978. That was probably, that was my best year. That was driving for Ed Sanger. And, uh, you know, I won some races on my own, but that that really turned the corner for me when I, I was driving Edge cars. They were so consistent, so dependable. It didn't make any difference if the track was dry or wet, heavy, long track, short track, high bank, low bank. That car just worked. Also in 1978, you won the prestigious Falstaff 100 at Hawkeye Downs. You had that track figured out. That was one of my favorite tracks because it was a half mile and not a lot of bank. It's almost flat. And I always said when it got dry, you just kind of tiptoe around there. My cars, and even when I drove for Ed, I told him I always want a long gas pedal. And by that, I mean I wanted a long distance where the gas pedal would move so I could dial in that carburetor coming off the corner. Because when it's dry slick and you come off that corner, you got them tires burning, you ain't going no place. That particular race, we qualified well and started in the front row, and there was not one single yellow. And at the end of the race, I happened to have a straightaway lead because the car just perfect. And as I was in victory lane getting the trophy, my pit guy got in the car. He ran out of fuel on the way back to the trailer. So that's how close we come to that baby. Also in 78, you won the annual Pepsi Mountain Dew Special on the Super Half Mile at the county fairgrounds in Eldon, Iowa. That was clear down in southern Iowa, and that was a long straightaway. They call that a half mile. Oh, I'll tell you, it was a big half mile. Ramos stopped, and Ernie Durr would actually race a little bit down there. And so that was always fun racing against some of my old heroes. And we had good luck there, too. You told a funny story about a trip to Cannon River Speedway in Morristown, Minnesota. After hot laps, you went and told the promoter, we can't race. There's standing water in turn one. And what did he tell you? (laughs) 
Yeah, you know, I was visiting with the guy beside me. He was a, a local guy from Minnesota. I said, we're ready for hot laps and there's standing water coming out of turn two. He said, oh, well, that's a natural spring. He said, just race around it. Just make sure you're not on the outside the first couple, three laps. I thought, what in the world am I getting into here? But I was lucky. I think I started on the inside of my heat race and I won it. So then I, that put me on the pole for the feature. So I didn't have any issues with it, but it didn't look good. In 1981, you attended the Gopher 50 at Chateau Speedway. Steve Kaziski won. Ed Sanger finished 6th, and you finished 10th. Those big races really gave regional drivers the opportunity to see other drivers from around the region, what they were using, and some new innovations, and the late models really began to develop from there. Well, that's true, and you know, that was my last year racing, and I did not like the direction it was going. 75 through 79, we were making good money with like Sanger Camaros, and you could buy a Sanger Camaro for 3500 to 4000 You could put a big block engine for thirty-five to 4000 and all of a sudden people were going down south and buying these chassis, I think it was called a Gigolo, down in Alabama. And they were charging like six to 7500 for these chassis. Then they were going to Chicago and buying small blocks for 10000 So we literally doubled our cost almost overnight. And that was disheartening. And you know, it's been going downhill ever since. Back in the mid-70s, when you could race a $7,500 car, for 500 to win, specials paid a thousand. The last thing we worried about was money. We made money in spite of ourselves. And now these, like my son, he still races. It's nothing to have $75,000 in a good car and a motor. And they're still racing for five, $600 to win. So I got to race in the best possible era there was in racing. Kurt, you came out of retirement in the 90s to run the late model NASCAR All-Star Series. What do you remember about getting back into racing? Well, it was a lot different, and really I had no intention to do it. But my boy started racing, and he wanted to race against Dad. So we bought a used car, bought a small block, and went racing, but nothing like we did in the 70s. In fact, if I raced twice a week, most of the time just once a week, but I enjoyed that Bush race because they had time trials and you were lined up according to your time. And you were racing with some pretty good dudes back then. You also had a chance to race a modified. That had to be a different experience. That's when he started racing a pro stock and he wanted me to race. I said, I'm not going to race a pro stock, but I'll build a modified for you and I'll see how that is and then maybe you can have a modified. So I raced a modified. Now, there are different animals. I mean, but all that engine set back and very little tire and all kinds of horsepower. I mean, it's a tiger by the tail. You mentioned some of the drivers you ran against, like Verlin Aker, Red Drosty, Ted Zeman, Dave Noble, Dave Bjorgi. Was there one that really stood out to you? Well, I would say consistently the best one was 
Ed Sanger in Berlin Acres is probably a close second. What else is keeping you busy in your retirement? Well, we go watch Bobby race, my son. So we venture out to Dubuque every Sunday night. I used to like to go fishing, but all my fishing buddies have passed on now. So, you know what they say about fishing, about 80% of it is who you fish with, not the fishing. So I just lost my fishing buddies, so I kind of lost interest myself. Well, Kurt, I'm glad you're still getting out to the races. I'm sure fans recognize you because you still look like you could jump in a race car. And thank you so much for taking the time to be with us here on The Dirt Show today. Well, thank you, Clayne. I enjoyed it. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal and trash pickup services at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Shevland Enterprises also specializes in roll-offs and dumpster. Contact Chris and his staff today for small-town service at a small-town price. 528-9900. That's 528-9900. When one of your appliances breaks down, you need help, and you need it fast. Contact Sorensen's Appliance Service. They service the entire Cows listing area. Their employees live in our community and sponsor area racers and softball teams. Sorensen's Appliance Service. People you know that will get your appliances serviced with trained technicians. Contact them today, 256-7766. That's 256-7766. 66. Whether you're running for the checkered flag, blasting on the strip, or cruising in the boulevard, you want crisp flight response and reliable horsepower. Byers Engine Service offers a full machine shop that can completely machine and rebuild your tractor, race car, or streetcar engine and put some life under your hood. No gimmicks, just horsepower. See buyersengine.com or call 507 507- 282-5586. Medieval Chassis has been the leader in better engineered stock cars and modifieds for almost two decades. They are now going to become the center of all things ModLud in the Midwest. Medieval Chassis will be the go-to shop for all parts in store, online, or by phone for this up-and-coming cost-conscious racing class. Summer 2022, Medieval Chassis will have their ModLud platform in action. Kicking off the new Endeavor, Medieval Chassis and Cow's Big Deals will be auctioning off a 2023 ModLud roller valued at $12,000 in October. Watch Facebook we can see MedievalChassis.com for more details. Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme powder coatings offer a scientific process that uses heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme powder coatings can deliver multimedia blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and super durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. Fast shaft drive shafts is the number one carbon fiber, steel, chrome molly, and aluminum drive shaft builder for over 90% of the major modified chassis builders. Now, under new ownership, the mission will not change. Providing drive shafts, drive shaft repair, 9 inch forward center sections, slip yokes, rear end yokes, ring and pinions, bearings, spools, gears, shim kits, and more to racers everywhere. Call Fast Shafts today. Made by racers for racers. 800 622 6617. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on the Dirt Show, and it is always a pleasure to be joined by Rod French. From Powerlift Doors by French Manufacturing. And Rod, Powerlift Doors by French Manufacturing is truly a small town 
family-owned business. Yes, it is. I work with my daughter and my son-in-law in the shop, trying to keep it family-orientated. They're actually looking at taking over when I step out of it. Not that I'll ever do that. But yes, it's definitely family-orientated. You build custom power lift doors for every possible scenario. Aviation, commercial, industrial, ag, and even architectural projects. Yes, we do. Uh, biggest door to date is 139 wide and 29 foot tall, and we build some four foot by four foot doors. The business is really headed towards the architectural doors, the glass doors, the bar tops, the man caves, whatever you want to call it, we can build a door for it. And that actually brings me right into the next question. You build both doors and walls. Imagine a building that can be closed up for the cold weather months. And when it's beautiful, the few days we have of what we call summer, the 90 days you can actually do stuff outside, you can open those doors for an open-air building. We have them in dance halls. We have them in all kinds of different buildings. We have some at the fair in Dodge County looking at doing a, a few more projects like that. But we can put a door in almost anything, and we can make it feasible for what you need it for. The other thing is seeing the photos of how they blend in with the surroundings. Able to blend in with somebody's rock foundation or able to blend in with their log siding or able to blend in with the color of the house so you don't even know it's a door. Yep, that's true, Clean. Anything you want, we can we can do it. We just got to figure it out what, what you want to do, and we'll get it through the engineering department, and, and we can build it and make it a custom for you however you want it. And speaking of engineering, every door is custom-made to that client's specifications. That is correct. Every door is custom-built. We build it an eighth-inch narrower than the opening, so it fits in there nice and snug with our door. We don't have a lot of free play. It's got to be perfect or it's not going to work. Another important thing is you also deliver and install every door you build. That is correct. Every door that leaves Dodd Center is built, delivered, and installed. It's one throat to choke if there's a problem and it's mine. In fact, that's what I was going to mention. When you call in to power lift doors by French Manufacturing, you're dealing with one person. Rod, from design, building to installation, all the way to the final product. If you have an issue, Rod's a person to call, and you're going to take care of that customer throughout the entire process. I suppose I better give a little credit to Greg and Callie because they helped me quite a bit. But yes, it is, it's family-owned. We're all within a couple feet of each other at all times. We will take care of the problem if there is one until you're satisfied. And in today's age of going through all this red tape or not even being able to get a human being on the phone when you call a company, that is rare, and service like that is greatly appreciated by the customers. Yeah, that's for sure, Clean. We put in a Brand X door for a guy out in Fairmont. They built the door, they sent it to him, didn't fit. He called us up, we're putting it in for him. Be careful where you go to get products. And it's not just doors, it's all over. Powerlift Doors by French Manufacturing is a sponsor of the Modifieds at Chateau Speedway. And I know where you sit down there at Chateau Speedway. And it's 
great to turn around and look up where you're sitting and just see the smile on your face when hot laps start for the modifieds and they just hammer on it around that racetrack. You can tell you are a true race fan. Love it. I would drive by a NASCAR track any day of the week to get to a dirt track. Any progress on the 56? Still in the shed. Hopefully some one of these years. Well, Rod, you know, you are the go-to person, the designer, the installer. You should get to work on that. Yeah, yeah, I should, but it's just not happening right now. How can they find out more about Powerlift Doors by French Manufacturing? powerliftdoors.com or our phone number in Dodd Center is 507-374-9306. It will ring over to our cell phones if we don't answer it. So somebody normally answers that phone 24-7. And that's amazing and greatly appreciated by your customers and myself. Thank you very much. Winning drivers rely on VP Racing Fuels to optimize performance. Now get the same benefit with VP Manatives offering race fuel technology for your daily driver. Increase fuel mileage and restore power to your streetcar with VP's Fuel System Cleaner. Or give your race car a boost with VP's Octanium. Improving your fuel's octane by up to eight numbers and giving you the throttle response your performance car was built to deliver. That's VP Manatives, available at your local AutoZone store or at VP racingfuels.com. You've just had an accident. That's where Bob and his staff at Midwest Collision in Fairbow stand out above the rest. Fast, friendly, and knowledgeable advice from the time you step inside their door. One look at their state-of-the-art facility, paint oven, and computer paint matching capabilities, and you'll know you came to the right place. Next time you need collision repair, think Midwest Collision. Located at Highway 60 east of Fairbow, or call 332-2434. Remember, you bend them, we mend them. Do you know what many top race car teams use for small radiator leaks? It's Justice Brothers Radiator Stop Leak. Effective insurance that keeps them in the middle of competition. Proven under the toughest racing conditions. And it works the same way in your car. Justice Brothers Radiator Stop Leak stops leaks in radiators and blocks sealing the leak while you drive. And it won't clog the cooling system. It mixes with all antifreeze and coolants. Take the advice of top race teams. Use Justice Brothers Radiator Stop Leak. See our display at Runnings. Come on, kids. Let's go outside to play. Hello, Wolf and Sons. Can you come spray my yard for mosquitoes? If you can't be outside because of the mosquitoes, call Wolf and Sons at 507-455-3524. Arrow Race Wheels was established on the conviction that its dedicated staff could provide higher quality wheels designed specifically to endure the tough requirements and conditions of the racing industry. Most importantly, the wheels need to be manufactured and sold, maintaining an affordable price structure. Arrow Racing Wheels has become the largest premier steel wheel supplier, and their product line speaks for itself. Upgrade your racing game today at aerocewheels.com. Get more muscle for your money with Dixie Chopper Lawn Mowers. We've been handcrafting the toughest and fastest zero-turn mowers for over 40 years. Dixie Chopper offers a full line of residential, commercial, and industrial mowers to meet every customer's needs. Visit your local Dixie Chopper dealer today or visit online at DixieChopper.com. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by the Executive Director of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. And Bob, if you don't have your tickets for this year's Corvette giveaway, I highly recommend they get on the line and purchase them now because you're going to be giving that Corvette away at the Nationals. 
McLean, thank you so much for having us on your show once again. It's always our privilege to be on the Dirt Show with you, and you're exactly right. We're going to give that 2022 IMSA GTLM Championship Edition C8R Corvette away Saturday night, August 13th, right before the championship A feature pushes off here in Knoxville. We're really, really excited to give this car away. There's only 1,000 of these cars made. This car is one of 1,000. It definitely is a collector car item. There have been two of these that have been run through the Barrett-Jackson auction earlier this year. They both went for over $300,000 per car. So we've got a very special Corvette that we're going to be giving away to some lucky Hall of Fame supporter on Saturday, August 13th, and it's really easy to enter. All people have to do is go to CorvetteC8RContest.com, and it walks them right through everything online, and all the donations help us keep the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum open year-round for race fans to come in and learn more about sprint car racing. Bob, I've also been hearing rave reviews about the Ascot display on your floor. We have, too. You know, we've had a lot of positive comments. We shifted gears a little bit. We used to do, for the last 10 years, we've done a Salute to Champion, where we featured a different sprint car driver. And this year, we wanted to do something a little different and set the tone for moving forward. So we're going to be working for the next 10 years with racetracks and doing track tributes to different racetracks. Now, the first track we decided to do is a track that's not in business anymore. It's Ascot out in uh, Garnina, California which was a hotbed for open wheels, sprint car, and midget racing. A lot of famous people cut their teeth there, Parnelli Jones, and the list goes on. And we're very fortunate to have eight of the race cars that raced at Ascot with us, along with driver's uniforms, helmets, memorabilia, videos, a speedway bike, and some other vehicles that raced at Ascot. And the people that have come through the museum, even the ones that have not been from California, have just really been blown away by the exhibit because you can see the race car and then there's the interview with the drivers that raced it. You can hear the story of how Evil Knievel got his start motorcycle jumping at Ascot Speedway. It just really is a nice exhibit and it's very entertaining too. My favorite place to be at the Knoxville Nationals is the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. You have so many things going on from the auction to the autograph sessions, to the movies in the movie theater, and you'll never know who you might run into that's wandering around the museum during the day that you can get an autograph or a photo with. You have something going on from the time the doors open up in the morning. We really do, and we kick it all off on Wednesday morning of the Knoxville Nationals, which this year will be August 10th, with a giveaway of 500 of our giant sprint car coloring books to the first 500 people through the front door on that Wednesday morning. And it just starts from there with the fanfare forums. We just got very fortunate. Bruce Ellis talked to Brent Marks, won the historical big one and the King's Royal. He's going to be with us on Friday afternoon at 2 o'clock, and we're sure we're going to be packed for that. And our other fanfare forums that go on here, we have a fanfare forum almost every hour inside the museum. Driver autograph sessions about every hour and a half in the Bob Trossel garage on our first floor. Movies in the movie theater up on the second floor. A big auction on Saturday. It's our biggest auction of the year. We do auctions across the country as fundraisers for the museum. And always our Knoxville Nationals auction on Saturday at 1130 is our largest. And it's also our most fun auction. 
And then we've got just a little bit of everything going on. Bobby Moore will be back in the lobby painting. He does those murals that he paints, and then we auction those off at the auction. Give tours to Brian Kloss and Sweet Tower. Yoga for the ladies, you know, at 9 a.m. every morning, Wednesday through Friday, on the rooftop, the observation deck of the Brian Claus and Sweet Tower. We really do have a lot going on every day, and it's all capped off Saturday night with the giveaway of the Corvette and the Championship Knoxville Nationals feature event. And for me, this is always an opportunity to stock up on stuff for the off-season. When it's 30 below and snowing outside, there's nothing better than a great racing book from your museum store. You know, it's kind of funny you mention that claim because just the other day uh, we got here and UPS had delivered about 12 boxes of books. And we get our books restocked all the time, but we really plan to have all of the books that are currently available in our shelves for the Knoxville Nationals because we know people stock up and buy two or three or more books or they buy them for Christmas presents. We sell a lot of books during the Knoxville Nationals and books are our number one selling item in the museum store. So it's really interesting to see people stock up on books for the wintertime, but they buy a lot of everything. We have jewelry for sale, lots of apparel, hats, t-shirts, jackets, and just things that race fans would like, like the coloring books, puzzles for kids, just lots of games and fun things. Bob, how can they find out more about the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum or what you have for sale in the museum store? Well, they can go to SprintCarHOF.com to find out everything about the museum and all of our schedules for the Knoxville Nationals for our fanfare forums. Also, when you go to that site, you have an option to go to SprintCarStuff.com, and that's our online museum store. So everything that we stock in our store, we have online so people could buy it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If they're looking at night after we're closed, they can find all the books that we've been talking about, all the jewelry, accessories, apparel. It's all online at SprintCarStuff.com. And we're really surprised. We come in in the mornings. There's quite a few orders every morning sitting on our desk from SprintCarStuff.com of people, not just in America, but overseas in Australia and New Zealand, order from us pretty regularly for birthdays and holidays. Bob, as always, thank you for your time, and thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. Clayne, thank you so much for having us on the show. We're looking forward to another sellout crowd Saturday night at the Knoxville Nationals. For any of your listeners that are coming, I would strongly urge them to buy their race tickets as soon as possible. The racetrack told us last week they've sold 80% of the Saturday night tickets, so it's guaranteed to be a sellout again this year. So if you're coming to any of the four nights, the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, August 10th through the 13th, please get your tickets in advance so you're not disappointed, and please do stop by the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum and view our track tribute to Ascot and all the wonderful exhibits we have inside in the air conditioning. Hello everyone, this is Chad Weirs, Weirs Machine and Racing Products and Ultra Force Spring Machine. We're here today to talk a little bit about our new automatic Ultra Force machines. In August of 2018, we teamed up with AccuForce Load Machines in Ohio, and we have their automation that we put onto our framework. These machines are very powerful. They can tell you a lot about your, your springs, your pull bars, your bump stop packages. Very handy machines. We've learned a tremendous amount with our pull bars since we teamed up with Keith and everybody at AccuForce. The reason we went 
with AccuForce is we feel they are the leader in this technology. So we're, we're really happy to be a part of their program. Check us out online at weirsmachine.com. Why should your business choose Foamcraft Packaging? It's vitally important that you select a partner in the packaging business that has capabilities to satisfy your everyday packing needs with the versatility to take care of those projects that require specialized treatment. Foamcraft is large enough to tackle all your packaging requirements, yet small enough to provide individualized service to ensure quality products for you and your clients. See foamcraftpackaging.com or call them at 507-455-2893. Let me tell you, friends, about our stores, a great place we call Miners Outdoors. We sell tools to get the job done, and the rest of the store is just plain fun. Chainsaws, mowers, ATVs, our equipment makes your job a breeze. Our service is the best around. We mow the competition down. We fix tools that run on wheels. We even got parts for snowmobiles. You sow it, you grow it, we help you mow it, run it, or ride it. We provide it. Miners Outdoor, Major Tough. Highway 218 in Blooming Prairie. When it comes to choosing your next industrial, commercial, residential, or ag electrician, choose Coles Electric, offering pole setting, directional boring, underground trenching, boom truck service, security systems, and much more. If you're a Steel Wasika co-op member, there are excellent incentives for installing a solar array with quick payback and years of reliable service. Planning, design completion, or emergency service, see ColesElectric.com or 507 1387. Welcome back here on the Dirt Show, and I am joined by Steve from the Star Group Nap Auto Parts Stores. And Steve, Farm Fest is next week, and I know the farmers are excited. And one of the places I see the biggest smiles is the Napa Tool Tent. Coming to Farm Fest, you get information, you get to look at the newest and latest innovations in ag. But when you get a chance to buy some tools for your shop, that always puts a smile on farmers' faces, and I know you're going to have some great deals, Steve. Right, right. We do every year. We bring in a new product, a special price product, exciting tools, things that people enjoy and have a good price on them. A couple things that we want to talk about, you know, one of the things we're going to feature this year are Milwaukee tools and uh, Milwaukee tools have just been great. The innovation in electric cordless tools has just been phenomenal, and the amount of different designs and tools they have is just exciting. But we're going to have these popular half-inch, three-eighths, three-quarter, one-inch kits, you know, and a number of them will get a free battery with it, too, and that's $189 value. So good deal to come by and see what we've got in Milwaukee tools. A little change this year, Steve. Normally, farmers are used to seeing you on the southwest corner of the Forum building in the Napa tool tent. This year, you're actually going to be inside a building. Correct. Yep, we'll be at lot 518 just off of the show office, so a little farther north than we used to be, but certainly a nice place to come by and see us. We'll have feather banners out front that will identify us as Napa Auto Parts and just come inside and see the great selection of tools that we've got. I know anybody who likes to do repairs, when they walk in that building and see the massive display of Napa tools that you have out every single year, it is impressive. You don't realize how many tools and how many heavy-duty tools that Napa actually carries. Right. This year we're going to have a nice selection of Apex tools. These are hand tools, sockets, wrenches, gear wrenches, bolt biters. We'll have toolboxes, generators, jacks, lifts, 
stands, uh, a couple of plasma cutters, some air compressors, battery chargers, jump starters, tire changers, balancers. Got a cordless tire inflator from Milwaukee. We'll be talking about waste oil burners, vices, grinders, jack stands, stands for the grinders. Just a whole array of tools this year that will be exciting for everyone to see and come by. Wow, Steve, you've got me fired up to stop over and see what you have to offer. Look forward to seeing you at FarmFest, and I highly recommend if you're heading to FarmFest, make sure you got some cash in your wallet because you're going to want to stop at the Napa Tool Building this year at FarmFest. And Steve, thank you so much for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. Yeah, appreciate it. Have a good day. It's Pete the Sauce Man here bringing you today's weather forecast. Okay, who am I kidding? It's always barbecue weather. Whether you're cooking on your smoker, grill, or inside your kitchen, there's a 100% chance of deliciousness when you use Cookies barbecue sauces and seasoning. You can always count on our full line of Cookies products to enhance meats, main dishes, and so much more. Get recipes and join our sauce squad at CookiesBBQ.com. And remember, rain or shine, it's Cookies barbecue time. Napa know-how. High temperatures can affect the life of your battery, but don't sweat it. This month at Napa Auto Parts, get a $20 rebate with the purchase of a AAA premium Napa Legend or Legend Premium battery. Feel cool all summer long with the AC Pro Ultra Synthetic Refrigerant. Now just $37.99 at your local Napa store. Napa, a proud sponsor of the Gopher 50 at Deer Creek Speedway and a proud sponsor of the Dirt Show. At participating locations, does not include taxes and fees. Advertised sale prices not available in some states. Rebate restrictions apply. And July 31st, 2022. Hey, Dirt Show listeners. Need some parts for race night? How about that classic project in your shop? Wish there was a specialty auto parts store nearby? Hot Rod Hardware in West Concord is your answer. Radiators, disc brake kits, steering columns, fuel injection systems, air conditioning systems, coil over shocks, and much more. From the street to the track, Hot Rod Hardware has everything to modernize your vehicle and improve its performance. See us at Hot Rod hardware.com or call 507-527-1020 hot rod hardware no robots just real people the national sprint car hall of fame and museum's newest corvette sweepstakes fundraiser is definitely one to remember as this year's vet will be a 2022 imsa gtlm championship series c8r corvette in hypersonic gray with a yellow accent racing stripes Plus, the winner will not only receive this beautiful new limited edition Corvette, but also $25,000 in cash. That's right, this Corvette fundraiser will award the winner both the 2022 IMSA GTLM Championship Edition Corvette, plus also $25,000. To enter to win, visit CorvetteC8RContest.com for your chance at this limited edition bet and $25,000. And remember, every donation to CorvetteC8RContest.com Help support the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's nonprofit efforts to promote the future of sprint car racing and preserve sprint car racing's past. That's at CorvetteC8RContest.com. Welcome to the Dirt Track segment brought to you by Cookies, Sauces, and Seasonings. Last Thursday night, July 21st, it was Salute to Veterans Night at Kasuth County Speedway in Algona, Iowa in the modified A-Main. Jonathan Logue over Kelly Shryock in the Sport Mods. Colby Fett over Matthew Loaf in the Hobby Stocks, Dylan Nelson over Chris Krug in the Sport Compacts, Jade Lang over Lucas Parsons 
and in the stock cars, Randy Brands over Chance Hollets. KRA Speedway in Wilmer, Minnesota, welcome the Steffes Street Stock Tour. In the Pier Stock A Main, Cody Hatch over Dominic Plato. In the Midwest Modifieds, Justin Van Amps over Ashley Merworth. In the Mod 4s, Dustin Holquist over Dean Larson. In the Super Stocks, Zach Schultz over Dexton Cook. In the Street Stocks, Justin Vogel over Kyle Dykoff. And in the Hornets, Matthew Dittman over Peter Martin. Murray County Speedway was racing last Friday night, July 22nd. In the Bombers, Kent Miller over Cody Coster. In the Sport Compacts, Brandon Hartman over Nate Koopman. In the Hobby Stocks, Malik Sampson over Corey Probst. In the Sport Mods, Matthew Loaf over Tony Railson. In the Stock Cars, Jeffrey Larson over Dustin Larson. And in the Modifieds, Josh Bonsetter over Cole Bentz. Chateau Speedway was racing last Friday night, July 22nd. In the Pier Stocks, Jack Moss over Andrew Eichens. In the USRA B-Mods, Michael Johnson over Hunter Kennedy. In the Modifieds, Steve Wettstein over Ryan Wettstein. In the Hornets, Daniel Bonfold over Mason Poston. In the Midwest Modifieds, Greg Pfeiffer Jr. over Chris Denno. And in the Stock Cars, Blake Adams over Travis Shipman. Mississippi Thunder Speedway was racing last Friday night, July 22nd. In the Hobby Stocks, Dylan Clinton over Chris Hoovden. In the USRA B-Mods, Flyin' Ryan Olson over Dylan Gettle. In the Modifieds, Jim Chisholm over Dustin Sorensen. And in the Micro Sprints, Caleb Moen over Joe Snow. Hancock County Speedway was racing last Friday night, July 22nd. In the Modifieds, Brandon Beckendorf over Jeremy Mills. In the Sport Mods, Dustin West over Austin Scroggie. In the Stock Cars, Heath Tulp over Kelly Shryock. In the Hobby Stocks, Chris Krug over Josh Seidels. And in the Sport Compacts, Logan Kelly over Max Heimbunch. Knoxville Raceway got most of their race program in before the rain washed out the 410 sprint car feature. In the 360 wing sprint cars, it was Aaron Reitzel over Brian Brown. And in the Pro Series wing sprint cars, Eric Bridger over Scotty Johnson. Granite City Speedway was racing last Sunday night, July 24th. In the B-Modifieds, Jake Hageman over Mike Schinder. In the Hornets, Joseph Wilbert over Alex Adderman. In the Mod 4s, Keith Thell over Dustin Holquist. In the Modifieds, Parker Anderson over Shane Sabraski, And in the Super Stocks, Shane Sabraski over Dexton Cook. Last Sunday night, they were racing at Houston Speedway on July 24th. In the 410 Wing Sprint Car A Main, Brooke Tantnell taking the win over Austin McCarl. In the Race Saver Wing Sprint Cars, Brandon Bosma over John Lamberts. And in the Late Model Street Stock A Main, Sean Taylor over Corey Yeh. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a PowerLift architectural door on your home or cabin. PowerLift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306.
Wolf and Sons Yard Service has heavy equipment. This is Scott Wolf. Whether you need a basement dug, a building removed, footings for a remodel, an RV camper or boat pad, rock, sand, or dirt hauled, or even a driveway or parking lot road graded, call 455-3524. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races. <laughs> 